0: O'clock in Pirate Country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P Man. We,
1: we will, rock you. <laughs> hit the door
0: and hit the road. Ninety-four-three, the game is gonna get you home, and the P Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on ninety-four-three, the game.
2: Holy mackerel! Oh
0: my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. It is a huge day. It's one of our favorite days of the year. It is our Interbank's media stations' uh, effort to raise money for the Children's uh, Miracle Network, the ECU Health Maynard Children's Hospital, and we have uh, we have this going on now. I can hear. Hey, uh, take your mic out of the the queue there because I can hear Pilkington whispering. There we go. Now I can't hear myself, Cookie. So, all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all kinds of fun things happening. Uh so uh you're very po least Elise Ironmonger. Hi. The better of the Ironmongers. Yes. Her husband, the weatherman, Charlie. Meteorologist, but I, I like to call him the weatherman. Weatherman. Charlie. I like get that all Jim. the time. Are yeah. you the weatherman's wife? Yeah. Yes I am. Yep. So uh Elise is here and we're gonna we're gonna ask you yeah. to make a donation to uh a real gym in eastern North Carolina. Uh what is the la- latest total do we know
3: I don't know or what
0: was it as of last you heard
3: Uh I don't I don't know Okay but we were I all I do know is that we were pretty close to last year
0: here so on we, day one.
3: Yes, but the afternoon has been very slow. Okay. So we need people. Well, to Well, we're going like, to pick it up now. Yes, we're going to yeah, pick it up now.
0: Eight hundred six seven three five four three seven. Yep. Is the number to dial, and any amount you can donate yes. is not too little. Right. We're going to get into that in a minute. Now, everybody in there is very excited because you all have brought food.
3: We always do.
0: These guys never show up and uh, hang out for the show. They just
3: magically. But today, when there's
0: food, Dom, who weighs a hundred forty pounds soaking wet, mm-hmm. is eaten. Seven or eight plates. Yes. Cookie. Yes. Who weighs 120 pounds soaking wet. Is, One, hey, 125. 125 Whoa. soaking wet. Yep. Has eaten, Go uh. Eat a cookie. You've eaten cookie. a lot of stuff, haven't you, <laughs> Cookie? Yes. Cookie little cookie. Yep. Uh, and so that's, but they're excited. Everybody's excited. Well, we excited. appreciate yeah. you
3: guys doing this every year. Yeah. I, I feel like it's been a year since I saw you. It's Last been about time. a year. I know, yeah. but we love these two days. They're fun. They're exciting. They're emotional. These children's stories are, these new kids that we've got this year, we've got five new ones, they are amazing stories.
0: We're going to have one of them for you uh, here in just a, a minute. So if you're unfamiliar, and how could you be? But if you, you know, there's new people moving in here all the time.
3: Right.
0: If you're unfamiliar with the Maynard Children's Hospital Explain to everybody where it is and what uh, the mission is.
3: Yeah. So back in 2013, we opened up um, this this new addition, the Maynard Children's Hospital. It was an, an additional 78,000 square feet of, of space dedicated just to children. Um, we've got 197 beds. Um, I think the census this morning was like 150 something. So there's a, you know, at any given time, there's almost 200 kids. Oh, wow. Um, over there today, about 150. Um, you know, we've got our amazing NICU for those teeny tiny preemie babies. Um, we've got our PICU, which is where, you know, you'll hear the story of our, our new friend Rayleigh, um, was there. We've got a, a rehab facility. Um, our, you know, general peds unit, um, and, and all this amazing care. Because um, we take care of 29 counties here in the east. If there's a sick child within those 29 counties, basically east of I-95, they're going to come to this hospital. And
0: this is state-of-the-art
3: The be- Because of the CMN dollars, because right. of the money we're raising today, we're able to keep this, te- you know, updated technology, updated equipment, and support these amazing programs.
0: Now, you may, you know, think, uh, well, I don't have uh, kids or... right. You know, or your grandparent, but uh, but uh, somebody you know has
3: right a neighbor, a niece. Yes, yes, a neighbor, a niece, a fellow coworker. It's like it it affects and touches everybody, and and it's the greatest insurance policy. I always say, you know, luckily I have two you know two young daughters. They were born healthy. Um, and you know, I hope we never have to use these services, but I that's why we invest it. That's why we're miracle makers. You know, we do our $20 a month monthly gift. Um, and because we know that it's important to invest in this because we could use it in the future or our friends could use it in the future. And we want to make sure that the equipment, the programs, and services are top notch.
0: So, uh, again, the number is 800 673 5437. Uh, ECU Health, Maynard Children's Hospital. It's our, uh, radiothon we do every year for the, uh, Children's Miracle Network. And, and this is one of the hospitals, and it is, uh, one of the, um the gems. Uh, the, the whole hospital is, but, uh, the, this Children's Hospital is, is a true gem, uh, in the eastern part of the state. If, if you had a kid, a child that was sick, they would have to, before this came about, right. go.
3: Travel hours. Yeah,
0: hours to Chapel Hill right. or, or Winston-Salem mm-hmm, even. I mean, mm-hmm. this was, this is something that, uh, is huge for everybody in Eastern North We're Carolina. We're so lucky to
3: have it right here in
0: So, hard. we've got it going on on 1079, uh, our talk stations 963-1037, also our oldie station 941-1027. And, uh, here on 943 The Game, uh, Tom Lamprex doing something right now on his, uh, show on the talk stations. They've been going, uh, since 6 this morning on 1079. And, uh, they have raised a good amount of money, but they want to close strong here in the afternoon. Yep, so, yep. uh, we want you to, uh, to, to consider giving. And again, any amount is, is not too small, as they say. Right.
3: And 100% of it's going to go to the hospital. That's a great point. Mm-hmm, yeah. This, mm-hmm. there's
0: no administrative nope. fee that comes out of this. Nope. The Nothing. cash goes straight into 100%. resources. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, when you talk about Miracle Makers, mm-hmm. uh, what is that? Exactly?
3: That's our monthly recurring uh, gift program. So it's kind of a set it and forget it. You call in, you do $20 or more a month, um, and you get to join the club. And that just means you give them your credit card number and every single month. So for us, I look at my bank statement, and I see that $20 every single month I know is going towards this hospital. You don't have to renew it every year. I think we did it a few years ago, and it just keeps going until you want it to stop, right. until you would call and tell us, um, to join that club, you get this awesome t shirt. Um, and so, and every year you get that. So, once you join the club, you're in the club. And so, every single year, you get this t shirt to wear proudly to show that you're supporting this hospital every single month. Wow,
0: that's amazing. Yeah. Um, the PICU, or the NICU and the PICU, explain yes. what they are. So,
3: yeah, our NICU is our neonatal intensive care unit. And so, that's for babies that were born at the hospital and haven't gone home yet. A lot of times, it's our very teeny tiny premature babies, babies born with birth defects. Um, or, you know, just have some issues at birth. Our PICU is our pediatric intensive care unit, and that's for kids that have gone home and, and come in with some sort of, you know, severe injury or something like that. So, you know, you could have a three-month-old in the NICU, or you could have a, you know, a baby who went home for a week and had to come back. So that's how I kind of differentiate the two. But they're both intensive care units. But the NICU is for babies that were born at the hospital and stayed and the PICU is for, you know, kids that have gone home and, you know, PICU, you know, we see, like I said, you know, a few day old baby maybe all the way up to 18 or even 21. Wow. Um, and, you know, so a lot, you know, a lot of times, you know, this year RSV has been really bad. One of our miracle children yeah. had RSV, um, COVID, um, flus, um, if they get any, any really bad accidents, head injuries, a lot of that will be in our PICU. But then
0: there's other, you know, as you say, maybe birth, Issues yep, or just mm-hmm. if someone gets sick. Yes,
3: yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, those, those anything that happens, you know, while um, they were born at the hospital, they would go to our wow. NICU. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Um One of the and we're going to play. Uh, our, our staff has worked on uh, some of these great vignettes. Oh, they're uh, amazing
3: this year. Again. And
0: and this one, I heard this one this morning. This mm-hmm. one is uh, a tough one. Yes. Uh, so. Uh, I'll let you kind of introduce it. Yes,
3: yeah, so this is one of our one of our miracle children, Rayleigh. Um and again she she had COVID and had complications from it. Um and you'll hear in her story how she overcame it and how our hospital saved her.
1: Uh this is Eric. And Jennifer Goodwin.
3: Hi, my name is Rayleigh Goodwin.
1: Yeah, she turned um, seven years old, August the 18th. And I don't know where it come from. You know, COVID just happens. But um, my son started with the fever, and so my mom was keeping my daughter, keeping Rayleigh. And um, I had taken her over there on Friday. Um, Mind you, my son was at home still. He was still sick. So she texted me later on that day and said that, she was not acting herself. She said that her head hurt really bad, and she wasn't eating. Went by and picked her up, and as soon as I saw her, I knew she was not feeling well. As soon as we got home, she climbed in the bed and was in the bed. And um, she had, that night, she run 103.7 temperature, and she was throwing up constantly too. The next day, she seemed to be getting better. And then it was just in a matter of like an hour. It was just like it, it changed. My husband I had here. just
4: got home from work and I told her, I said, you probably need to carry it to the emergency room. And that's where
5: the whole deal started.
1: Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved She was admitted to a, a room. I was thinking, oh, well, she's just going to get fluids for a few days, and, you know, we'll probably go back home. But that's not how it went. I
2: remember one thing. I remember when I got sick.
1: So they said we need to move her to children's ICU. So she was moved to ICU where she spent 11 days. She was there. She had several MRIs done. The first MRI showed she had encephalitis from COVID. So she had gave us a scare. We thought she was having seizures, but she had testing done, and it wasn't seizures, but they were like seizures—just convulsions and like body sweats—and it would tear your nerves up uh, watching it. I, I felt helpless because I didn't know I didn't know what to do. I mean, I just I just wanted to hold her, but with her having COVID and with all that was going on with her body, I could not do that. in grace, how sweet the sound. Everyone was wonderful. Everyone wanted to, everyone that come in and always asked me if I was okay because they knew I had been there with her the entire time. They were all so caring. I want to say thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, met some
4: really nice people over there.
1: Everyone that we met was just mm-hmm. wonderful.
4: Sometimes you take things for granted till it actually happens to you. I mean, you kind of
1: look at everything in the, the big perspective.
5: It was grace that
1: taught my heart to feel and grace. I say, please call in and give. It really, really helps the children out. Everybody
4: Whatever is $5. I mean, that $5 will go a long, a long way. They need all that equipment to do what they do.
1: I said, her words are coming back. Sure enough, it did. It came right on back. And she's back at church singing every Sunday now.
6: Amazing grace, how sweet the sound
1: say
6: like me.
1: My name is Eric. My name is Jennifer.
6: My name is Riley. And, and we believe, believe in, in miracles. miracles.
0: Pretty amazing stuff! Wow.
3: Yeah. Do you have your tissues handy, man? I mean, <laughs> is there onions yeah. cutting in here? Ugh, <laughs> uh, her story. Uh, I met Rayleigh
0: a little yes, bit ago, yes. and she is uh, as cute as a button.
3: It, she's like a ray of sunshine. She's and so sweet. So sweet. Yeah. Yes.
0: She's adorable. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's uh, if, if that doesn't uh, that doesn't make you count your blessings
3: for sure, right?
0: And I mean, that was something as. Um, It wasn't any worse than what it was, but it was pretty bad. Yeah. Well, and,
3: you know, we were all battling the COVID thing and, you know, just praying that it wasn't going to be bad for every, you know, and she just happened to have a really bad reaction to it and ended up having that brain swelling. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And Mm
0: -hmm. and you and I talked about this, uh, too, a little bit. You know, we we talk about the cases where these miracles have happened because of the treatment the children receive. Mm -hmm. But if you have a kid that breaks an arm.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: And they have to have a surgery. Yep. They'll go stay in one of these rooms.
3: Yes. So yep. St- and our even, PDF, it's yeah.
0: Just as simple as it's, that. Yes.
3: All we see all like I said, we see all ages and all types of injuries and illnesses, and again, and in those twenty nine counties, they're they're gonna come here. Yeah. They mm-hmm.
0: and and they they do one hundred fifty mm-hmm. kids there mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. It is uh, it is really amazing. Uh, won't you give and uh, consider giving And, again? There, there's no amount that you can commit to that yep. is too small. Yep. Uh, 800-673-5437 if you've listened to our other stations and heard big amounts. That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, But if it's uh, even as little as $50.
3: Right. $10. I mean, yeah, again, 100% it of it goes. And right. if we have 10 people that do $10, that's there's $100. E- right there, yeah. yeah. But if all 10 of them are like, uh, eh, that's not really enough, then we lose out on all yeah, of that. So. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has been a great morning. It has been uh, a uh, little bit of a slow afternoon, but yeah. uh, picking up as we understand it. Eight hundred six seven three five four three seven. Elise Ironmonger. Yes. Is the real celebrity of the family, oh, not Charlie Ironmonger, shucks. the weatherman. No,
3: he's he's the best.
0: He's a good guy, but he's I'm an best. Elise fan. Oh
3: well, thank you. I'm an Elise thank fan. Thank you, thank you. Um,
0: if you wanted to uh, give someone uh, just a uh, uh, again, kind of the elevator speech before yep. we uh, take a break here to uh, to let you go to the big station where yes. you're all, all the everyone will hear you. Yes, yes. Uh, but just give me a little, uh, you know, uh, compel people uh, to 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 consider doing this.
3: Yeah, well, I just say that you know you never know when you might be affected by this. I always say, you know, whether you're a parent or not, you just never know. And it's just so important to pick up that phone, call 1-800-673-5437, any amount, um, one time. If you want to join our, our Miracle Maker Club, 100% of it goes to, to helping this hospital, hospital. And not every, not all nonprofits can say that. We are so fortunate yeah. that, that our program here can do that. And just, just know that how important it is, how local it's staying. Um, and how you never know yeah. when when it'll. And,
0: and this is allowed for you all to invest in the latest yeah treatments, mm-hmm. machinery, that yep. kind of thing as well.
3: Yep. Yeah. We had someone on earlier. Um, she was talking about this piece of equipment that we had funded a few years ago. It's called the Arctic Sun, and it helps children a lot of times that she she uses it in the NICU. That if a child has a, a brain trauma during birth, they need to cool down the body to reduce in further injury. Right. And so we had this piece of equipment. We were able to update that piece of equipment because apparently they need to put these babies on this machine for three to four days to cool down their body and oh, wow. allow themselves to heal. Um, and the new updated one allowed the parent to hold the child oh, while they received this before oh, wow. the parent couldn't touch them for three or four days. Right. And I know how agonizing that would have been. But because they came to us and said, "Hey, we need this is a new piece of equipment it 's updated technology, we think it 's really important because of you know, we want the family to be involved and for that child to connect to the parents, and we said, Yeah, we, we need those, and so we 're able to do that, and we would not be able to do that without CMN funds and dollars that are coming in from this event and
0: one hundred percent of the money stays right here in Eastern North Carolina. It's great to see you. You too. Will you thank be you back tomorrow? You, yeah. Oh,
3: I'll be here at 530 right. in the morning oh. for when we kick off at six. Oh. I'll be here. All right.
0: <laughs> well, we'll get you on tomorrow. Yes. And yep. uh, we'll get Ron on. Okay. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. I'd be yeah. Good yeah. to talk to both of you. All right. All right. Thank you, Lisa, thank for coming you. by. Thank you. really appreciate it. Take care. Thank All right. We'll break. We'll come back and uh, get on with the uh, rest of the show, but uh, also uh, remind you that you can donate uh, to the uh, ECU Health Maynard Children's Hospital at eight hundred six seven three five four three seven. Siren for being on with us. Appreciate it. Thank you for uh, dialing our way today. And uh, you can also uh, not only dial, but go to our website, 94.3thegame.com, or any of our radio station websites, 1079wnct.com, uh, to donate. And I uh, hope you will consider, uh, consider doing that. Uh, if we have time near the end, we will play another one of these uh, great uh, vignette, so stand by for that, Cookie. We also have Kirk Kraft, the ECU track and field coach, coming at the bottom of the hour. So that will be uh, going on. We didn't get a chance to get to some of the post-practice uh, audio from uh, yesterday. And uh, let's uh, get to some of that right now. This is uh, Coach Houston with his thoughts on the Tuesday practice in our Pirate Report. Let's get ready to play that first. Here we go. It is today's Pirate Report. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. All right, Coach Houston on yesterday's practice.
2: Really good day out there today. Uh, real, you know, we talked talk Saturday, and after we looked at the film, uh, it was exactly what we thought Come off the field. Just a very, very good day out there of competition. Uh, followed it back up with a very good day of competition again today. Um, had a, a live team run period uh, about the middle of practice. Uh, we first, second down, run play, action, pass, kind of stuff. Loved the way the kids competed. Uh, you know, had a tempo uh, period during practice today. Um, just I mean, there was so many positives. I, 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 we're, we're getting better every day, and the kids are competing at a very, very high level. Uh, really challenging each other. Uh, so that's you know, it makes it fun to go out there. It's, it's enjoyable to be out there with this group.
0: And uh, looking at uh, film for improvement, something Mike Houston says they are doing. We spent, you know, over an hour yesterday
2: uh, in film, uh, you know, each each position group. And, 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 again, today they spent time, you know, looking at that film and, you know, learning and improving. And then you go out there and you have another highly competitive practice. And, uh, you know, the kids have great attitudes. They're all very motivated. Um, and so, you know, that's when you're going to see improvement. And so, I expect to, you know, just like you know, we talked about in the fall, from week one to week two, seeing you know, you know, drastic improvement. I expect to see that from Saturday scrimmage to this Saturday scrimmage.
0: All right, uh, Marlon Gunn has had a uh, good set of uh, practices this spring. It's something that Coach Houston said that uh, he built upon and uh, really did uh, on Saturday.
2: Marlon Gunn had a, a really good day on Saturday. Uh, and then but still, you know, he can look at the film and he can see where his cuts can be sharper, you know, it can be tighter uh, and put more stress on the defense, create, you know, potential for bigger plays, um, you know, uh, all of a sudden it's full speed and it's live. Uh, you know, tackling, you know, it's you know, the only way you learn how to tackle is by tackling, but you know, you get out there and you get those backs going full speed, you get the receivers going full speed. You don't take a good angle, you miss it. Uh, so, you know, I, I told him, you know, when we go out, and we compete at a high level against each other. It creates opportunities for growth uh, because, you know, you you have to you have to respond to the challenge. Uh, so, I thought, you know, Saturday was a, a great day for that growth, and that was our big focus today: is growing from the film that we saw the last couple of days. Um, and I think we had a good practice today. That's going to, you know, we'll go evaluate that and you know I expected uh, us to see some improvement from Saturday but also some more room for growth
0: and he talked about Rajay Harris being a positive impact on the uh, running backs i think it's good for him and good for the players uh you know he's such a
2: positive uh you know contagious you know personality um and uh so i think that anytime he's out there it's it's a you know leadership motivation i think it's because our our kids they care about him and so they respond to him and then i think for him it's extremely healthy mentally to be out there and be engaged because you know going through an acl uh, surgery and rehab is the best the toughest part You know the physical part it's tough but not near as tough as the mental part and uh you know see, see he's had some some episodes he's had to fight through i mean that's just natural uh but i think the more he's around the you know, his teammates and uh, the more he's engaged the better it is for him
0: all right, let's uh, move ahead to Donnie Kirkpatrick, talk a little more about the offense and uh, Donnie Kay on uh, a little bit of a slow start for the offense at the start of spring.
4: You know, offensively, minus the first day, because the first day's always good. You know, it's hard to have a bad first day. It's about six rough days in there now, I thought. You know, offensively, I kind of thinking, like, what in the world are we doing here? A lot of new faces, you know, a lot of lost production there, obviously. So, you know, those are the obvious things. And then finally, I thought last weekend we kind of got it turned around a little bit, and then today kind of continued that a little bit. But the whole time, even as miserable as the results was was after for about six practices, it was a lot of fun because we had a lot of kids that are just really into it. And spring ball usually dies a little bit. you know. That, as a player, I don't remember being that my favorite part of playing college football was, was spring practice. You know, you don't play until September.
0: More from Donnie Kirkpatrick. He talks about the Pirate quarterback situation.
4: There are only three right now, so we'll, we'll add to that, obviously, in the fall. Uh, you know, Mason has taken the, the most reps with the first group, and what we've seen is what we thought he was is just a great ability. You know, big, can run, throws a really, really good ball, and uh, he's really, I think, stepped it up. You know, Holton was a great role model. You know, we've talked about that a lot. And uh he's really committed himself a lot more now to getting over here and watching tape and trying to be a leader and, you know, doing all those type things. Uh, Alex Flynn's having a great spring practice. Uh, Alex had really improved last year. You know, the spring before last fall, we had had a really heart-to-heart talk about, you know, we're going to have to make a decision here, you know, which way you're going to go with this. And he came back a lot more, I thought, ready to play last year. Still didn't get to play very much, but he was really ready. And now this spring, he's he's been really good.
0: Uh, let's hear from Blake Harrell. And uh, Blake Harrell talked about some positions on the defensive side needing more time
5: to learn. You know, a year ago we could probably we could install everything on day one, and right now we're having to slow some things down. I think up front is not the case, so I got to give them, you know, enough things up front that we can do. Um, you know, defensively, but at the same time, hey, let's take our game to the next level up front. As far as just being better players, and you know, if if, if I'm a D tackle, if I'm a DN, if I'm a, a rush outside backer, how much better can I be? You know, how much better can I be every day? Because if I'll do that, it'll make our defense better, our program better, our team better. So that's what they're focused on, and they're doing a really good job. It's, it's a fun group up front, and you got some really good guys that are, are leaders of our football team and, and of our defense, doing a good job of pushing. Not just themselves and each other, but our whole defensive unit.
0: All right. Um, a couple more from Donnie Kirkpatrick here. Uh, or excuse me, Blake Harrell here. Sorry about that, Cookie. Um, talks about this being a longer and more athletic uh, Pirate defense.
5: Yeah, I think we're longer. I think we're faster, uh, more athletic. You know, we're not experienced, obviously. Uh, but I think that, you know, there's some areas there that, that you would say we're longer. And I, I think that could play a huge uh, factor. You know, rushing the passer, and then now now you got hands up in the passing lane. I think about Sam Duncan coming off the edge there, or well, dropping back in the coverage, and and now uh, we're just longer in passing lanes and shrinking passing lanes and windows back there for the quarterback. So, um, and, and I think too, you know, when you just talk about tackling, you coming up now you got more margin for error uh, when you're a little, a little longer. But at at the same time, we got to go make sure those guys with length and those guys are who athletic are playing the game the right way and fit in our culture and doing things and make sure they're making that move every day uh, to make our football team better.
0: All right, here is Chris Cook with a 94.3 The Game sports update.
6: Taylor Edwards went... at the plate, and D.H. Conley grad Anna Sawyer hit her first career home run as East Carolina defeated North Carolina 8-4 Wednesday night in Chapel Hill. The Pirates notched their 22nd win of the season after only totaling 20 all of last year. The Pirates defeated the Tar Heels for the first time since April 23rd, 2015 and improved to 3-1 in midweek games this season. The Panthers are closing in on who their next franchise quarterback will be. ESPN is reporting that Carolina has narrowed its selections down to two possible prospects, Alabama's Bryce Young and Ohio State's C.J. Stroud. The report states that the team is still keeping Kentucky's Will Levis and Florida's Anthony Richardson under consideration, but that Young and Stroud are the favorites currently. The 2023 MLB season is officially getting underway. For the first time since 1968, opening day will feature all MLB teams hitting the diamond. That'll do it for your 94.3 The Game sports update. This sports update is brought to you by Team Boneyard, an NIL initiative directly. Supporting Pirate student-athletes. For info on how to donate, please visit TeamBoneyard.org. More of the Patrick Johnson Show on the other side of this quick timeout, right here on 94.3 The Game. Uh,
0: you just heard it right there, and uh, we encourage you, any amount you can give uh, would be... Welcome. Uh, it all one hundred percent stays here in uh, eastern North Carolina, Greenville Pitt County, uh eight hundred six seven three five four three seven and uh we'll uh, as time allows near the end of the show play another one of these uh, emotionally charged vignettes. Uh right now we continue uh sports talk here locally. Great to have uh an old friend in the uh, studio. We'll talk to him. Here uh, in a minute, but East Carolina Track and Field is set to host the ninth Annual Bill Carson Invitational Friday and Saturday at the Bait Foundation Track and Field Facility. The Pirates will be welcoming athletes from UNCW, the Citadel, Mount Olive, and Appalachian State. The event kicks off Friday at 10. Competition resumes Saturday at 8 a.m. And at 10 on Saturday, the ECU senior class will be recognized. Kurt Kraft is the venerable and longtime coach of ECU track and field, coach, how are you? It's I'm doing good. You. Thank Get you up on
7: me. that microphone. There. Thank you for having me in, Patrick.
0: Yeah, just great. a busy week. Yeah, you know, I know it is set up. This goes uh, a little beyond coaching this week, doesn't it? Yes, me.
7: Yeah, the job description entails getting rakes and brooms out of the shed, <laughs> making sure the sand in the long jump pit is level, making sure the steeple chase pit is filled up with water. Wow. Uh, WD forty, making sure the hurdles are working, uh, making sure you got the finish line set up so.
0: And then it this, just, is you got to come yeah. out and uh, yeah. promote the event. But it's so. always
7: good to see you. Yeah, nice
0: to see you. It all starts uh, tomorrow morning. Yep. Um, for those who are the uninitiated, as I like to say, and we have great listeners, but sometimes there's a few
7: out there who we need to bring up to speed. Bill Carson, why is that name important? He was the track and field coach here, Patrick. Um, you would probably remember this. You've been around uh-huh. a long time. He yep. was here for 40 plus years. Um, I got the privilege of working with him for two years. Um I was here with him for the O five, oh six season, O six, O seven season. But his so,
0: reputation preceded him, did it? That's
7: not? correct. That's correct. I always had relays at the at the national meet. Um you know, you always knew when Bill was in the stands, he wore that purple jacket that said East Carolina on the back of it. Uh, but I got the privilege of working with him for two years, a lot of memories, a lot of laughter. Um he was old school now. I mean, he was about as old school as you can be, and I mean that in a good way, but it was, um, I got to know him and his wife and his family really well. And, uh, when he passed away, we decided that we wanted to do something in memory of him, and we named the meet, um, in honor of him. The Pirates opened the outdoor season
0: last week. How'd you guys do?
7: Went to Raleigh Relays and Mount Olive. Um, you know, it was an opener. Put it that way. It was <laughs> yeah. it was an opener at the best. You know, you got to take and shake the dust off the pants, and you 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 you're indoors for a good two months, and then you go in into outdoor season, and you don't know what you're going to get uh, as far yeah. as weather, elements, wind, rain, and you got a little bit of that all up there at Raleigh, and a little bit down at Mount Olive. But yeah. uh, overall, you know, we had some good opening performances. Um, got a lot of time to get better, and and thankfully so. We don't go to our conference meet until. The end of May or middle oh of May. So tomorrow's yeah, meet time. or yeah. this weekend's meet is going to give us some, um, some good preparation. Well, it's time. very
0: important. Not just is it a, a big event because it's your home meet, but, uh, sounds like it's very important towards your season
7: as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. You know, I always tell people with our event, it's like, you know, it's like a smorgasbord. You got 21 different events. It's like a three ring circus. You got things <laughs> going on all over the place. Uh, tomorrow, uh, that being Friday. We have the long throws, the javelin, the discus, and the hammer. Okay. We um, do those events tomorrow because of the logistical reasons, the way our facility is set up. Uh, we're not able to run those events on Saturday because of safety and, and a bunch of other reasons. But we put those events on tomorrow, and then on Saturday is the bulk of the meet. Probably the highlight of the meet is our senior recognition Right. at 10 a.m. It's always nice to honor the seniors, and we've got 15 of those this year. Okay. Um, between men and women. We do a nice senior plaque. Uh, the athletic director, John Gilbert, comes out. We take some photos. The parents are there. The family's there. Um, some balloons and some posters. and So it's a nice way to celebrate their four and five years. Kurt Kraft is uh, ECU's track
0: and field and cross-country coach. Six programs, essentially, that he oversees. Now a lot of the same athletes, but still, he, he sees uh, oversees six teams at the end of the day. Uh, Eighteen seasons? Is that what it has to hit? I am completing
7: my 18th season, okay. Patrick. And, um, yeah, 18 seasons. It's gone by quick. Yeah. Really quick. Um, you know, hopefully got a couple more in me.
0: All right. There you go. Uh, let me look at a couple things here. Let's start with the women's track and field. Uh, let's see. Oh, the shot put. Yep. You got a uh, Charlotte sophomore. Tell me about her. It's uh, Nadia yep.
7: Fazen. Nadia. Nadia, Okay. Nadia Faison. Yeah. Um, mainstay, uh, wonderful student, uh, great athlete, uh, from Monroe High School right outside of Charlotte. I think it's Monroe County. Yep. If I, uh, my memory serves me correctly. Um, was second at the indoor conference championships in Birmingham, Birmingham about a short month and a half ago. Um, just a, did a, a super job. Uh, and she also throws the hammer outdoors. So all around athlete.
0: You've got a, another, uh, Athlete
7: that placed in the top five, I guess, in the indoor. A senior. Yep. Jasmine Jenkins, transfer from North Carolina A and T. Okay. And she was fifth uh, with the indoor weight. Indoors, um, the the women throw the twenty pound weight, the men throw the thirty five pound weight. It's on a short little chain, Mm -hmm. and then you go outdoors and you throw the hammer. And it's not the hammer that you pound the nail in with. Right. It's a hammer. It's a ball on a long piece of wire. So she was uh, fifth with the indoor weight. And she is going to be a great hammer thrower. Last week at Mount Olive, she threw almost sixty, uh, 60 meters. She would be one of the favorites to possibly win the conference championship oh, wow. in that individual event. How about that? But, uh, she's a grad student, so she's getting her master's degree um, here at ECU. That's the other thing. Let me say, a lot of your athletes are great students, up and down the uh, roster. We definitely stress that, you know, and that's the student athlete part and the student that they're here to get degrees and. And make sure they graduate and make sure that the, they get a cap and gown at the end of four and five years
0: all right. Tell me a little bit about uh your sophomore uh, in the two hundred
7: sprints yep maliciazon um heritage high school mm-hmm. I think that's in Somewhere's in your backyard, isn't it? It's, it's Jason Wendell's backyard. Heritage okay. is. That's uh, where Sonny's backyard Wendell? Is that is it somewhere's somewhere around No, that no, exit? no. That's, uh, Heritage she's, is in Wake Forest. Where Jaden Gardner went to, yeah. to high school? Yeah, that's near Wake Forest. Okay. Yeah. Off of, uh, 64 there before you come into Nightdale. Is uh, where she's from? Uh, yeah. But I mean, it's, it's more north. Okay. But anyway, you, yep. let's not belabor the point. Yep. So she, uh, a wonderful sprinter and she was sixth at the indoor. Uh, 60 and sixth in the indoor 200. Last year she was second in the 100 outdoors and also placed in the 200. But um, we expect a lot of things. She's one of the leaders on the women's side. Uh, But those three ladies right there, Malicia, Jasmine, and Nadia, kind of make the women's uh, team go.
0: All right, Kirk Kraft is with us here. Let's uh, talk about a couple of the men, track and field uh, participants. Uh, I want to start with your freshman
7: in the jumps first. Mm. Tell me about it jared harrell raleigh north carolina panther creek high school he was the mvp at the indoor championships um like i said about a month and a half ago he was the conference champ in the long jump he was fourth in the triple jump and they have a few awards that they give away at the end and one of them is uh the outstanding freshman and he scored the most points of any freshman across the board of all the league schools and uh was named uh, the freshman of the year for the conference, big, big-time award.
0: And then uh, if you follow you track, Royal Burris is a name that has uh, really emerged on the scene.
7: Royal is from Hardy, uh, Hardy University High School in Charlotte, and uh, last year uh, at the 22 indoor um, uh, competition, he was the MVP of the league um, amongst all the men. So huh. he's been here a long time. And this is his uh, senior year, actually. But he was second in the 200, and he was sixth in the 60. And one thing about Royal, you can always count on him when the competition, uh, when that gun goes off. But he's a kid, along with Melicia and mm-hmm. possibly Jared and mm-hmm. uh, these other kids we just talked about, have a good chance of not only podium, uh, you know, getting on the podium, but possibly getting to Eugene, Oregon, at the end of the year, well, but, uh, to the finals. And let me say this: the last couple years, you've had. Athletes uh make it to Eugene, Oregon, which is the national championship. You've you had correct. a third place finisher. Your a favorite. couple years ago. Summer night. Summer night right here. Yep. Um summer night was third two years ago in twenty two. Last year she was eighth um in America. Pretty good. And man, I tell you what, um to say you were third in the well, to in say parade, you're eighth. eighth. yeah. You take that. So summer um uh, now is, is uh, I'd take eighth in this building. <laughs> Okay. So, let alone the country, yes. So she, uh, she's now a nurse in Greensboro. Yeah. And a proud alumni of the place. So we've got a chance to send some of these kids on to the national meet at the, at, in the middle of June. It's pretty amazing. Um, again, it is the Bill Carson Invitational
0: starts tomorrow at 10 at, uh, ECU's Bate Foundation Track and Field Facility, Citadel. Mount Olive App State and UNCW. How are those teams? How do they stack
7: up? You know, one of the things we try to do with this uh, this meet, Patrick. I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Is we try to we try to check a lot of boxes, mm-hmm. and one of those boxes is to honor our seniors. One of the boxes is to have a home event. One of the boxes is also to be neighborly, friendly, and uh, UNCW, our neighbors to the to the southeast. Right. We like to you know invite them up, and Mount Olive just right down the road. That kind of checks the box. So we try to keep. Uh, the neighborly thing in mind, but we also uh, want the meet to be conducted in a first-class manner. Try to keep things kind of small, keep them moving. Uh, you you know track and field. You've been a part of it. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you have 15 heats of this and 15 yeah, heats yeah. of that and four flights of this. You try to keep it fan-friendly um, is is one of the things we try to accomplish so that we're not there all day long. Yeah. And, you know, track meets sometimes and go from 7 a.m. In the morning to 10 p.m. at night, and we try to stay away from that. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully the weather gods um, help yeah, us out, too. Yeah,
0: you need to talk to Elise Ironmonger and get her to say something to Charlie. That's you, what you need to uh, to do.
7: Will you text her? And, well, and I, you know, you I'll show you where she
0: is down the hall, and you, okay. can, uh, you can put in a word. Uh, so it begins tomorrow at 10, uh, and we'll resume Saturday morning as well. Uh, don't forget on Saturday, the ECU senior class, all 15 of them will be recognized. At 10 a.m., Coach Craft is a uh, ECU sports Uber fan. I know you were excited about uh, you threw out the first pitch the other night at baseball, if you want to call it that. Thanks for the. Um, it was a breaking. Re- it was a breaking pitch that
7: hit the ground, and I really ch- challenged the catcher. Did you notice all the worms that popped up along from from the rubber all the it way was, into home plate? It, it, it kind of woke the, it. It woke up the worms and, yeah. and got everything out of the grass. But here's what I think people need to understand last year, meaning in 22, when I threw the first pitch shot, I don't know if you noticed, but I was going out of the, um, I was going out of the stre- windup. No, no, I went out of the stretch. Ah. Last year. Okay. And I thought this year, let's go out of the wind-up. Up. So you're better out of the stretch. I'm better out of the stretch. When there's traffic
0: on the bases, you're not shook. And what I yeah. should
7: have did is just stayed
0: with what worked. You got to stick with, look, you would want your athletes to stick with what works, right?
7: Exactly. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. Well, I had talked to Coach Godwin before I went out there and he said, Hey, do you want to go with velocity or embarrassment? And I said velocity. Yeah. I want to go with the velocity. You he threw said, it,
0: what, you threw it very hard he, into the ground. And I know he that. said,
7: "This wind up then and, and, and uh, bring it. Yeah, and should've. last year I brung it, but it was again out of the, you out of the set. Yeah. Um, and I forgot who the, who the guy was that catching, but, um, at least it didn't go to the left. It didn't go to the right. It didn't come up into the press right. box That's good. up your way. Um, yeah, but I did not want to take and one hop it in well, there. Well, you did. Uh, but Coach so. Kraft goes to all the
0: basketball, the football yep. games. I know you're excited about uh, the women winning a, a conference championship in
7: basketball. So. Yep, congratulations to Kim. Um, You know, well-deserved. Uber and sports fan of the Pirates is Kurt Kraft. That's me. And uh, I usually sit up there behind Mike Schwartz, too, at the men's games. You yeah. see me. You're over there I across do. the way. Yeah,
0: I see you up there from time to time. Yep. I sure do. I'm
7: there with with my wife, Miss Nancy. Okay. Well, very good. Um, Again, if you want to uh, go
0: out and watch some great track and field competition, it'll be tomorrow at 10. Saturday at 8 and uh, it'll be a great time. It's great to see you. Thank you for uh, coming in with us. Always. And uh we'll uh we'll talk to you near the end of the uh season, maybe before the conference or good. before the
7: the uh national tournament begins. One yep. of the two. Hopefully so, both.
0: Hopefully both. But yeah, thank absolutely. you for being a good yeah.
7: supporter of us and and uh, appreciate everything you do, Patrick.
0: Wonderful to see you, Kurt. Thank you for coming in.
7: Yes, sir. All right, we'll be back uh wrap things up right after this.
0: what a uh, just tug at your heartstrings uh, deal there um and again we're doing this all day tomorrow on all of our stations as well if you want to uh you know do something that uh not only will make you feel good but also help uh kids in uh, our our part of the world 806735437 806735437 is the uh number to uh call and uh you can donate you can also go to ninety four three the dot com one oh seven point nine WNCT or one oh seven nine WNCT dot com. Uh and uh it's right there at the top of the uh homepage for our radio station and all of our radio stations you can click on and uh, donate today and of course it's tax deductible. Every red cent stays here in uh Greenville, Pitt County, eastern North Carolina. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Uh, we're going to preview the Final Four, of course. And uh, we're going to get, uh, oh, tonight the NIT Finals. And UAB and North Texas, who are heading to the American, are playing for the NIT Championship tonight. How about that? Thanks to Cookie, Pilk, Dom, uh, Elise Ironmonger for coming in, Kirk Kurt, Kurt Kraft, and uh, we'll catch you tomorrow on the Patrick Johnson Show. See you in the morning on Talk of the Town. Back here in the afternoon and more on our Radiothon for the ECU Health Maynard Children's Hospital.